And welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. So I just want to let you know that this week I announced on my Facebook page that I'm making some small changes to my Patreon channel. Okay, so I will be introducing a second tier membership for people who would be interested in doing a monthly spirit circle with me to develop their connection to spirit. Okay. So I'll be releasing details in the next few days of a workshop that I'm going to be hosting. Um, it'll be an introduction to spirit communication workshop. And then following on from that, we will begin a monthly session to develop and practice what we learn in that workshop. Okay, so it's to help you to develop your ability to connect with spirit because I'm always stressing it's not a gift, okay? It's not given to just a chosen few people to communicate with spirit. It's something we're all able to do. And I want to give you the opportunity to develop that, okay? So check out my Patreon page. It's called Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. And you'll find the link and the description, uh, or the link in the description box attached to this uh, podcast here, okay? So keep an eye on my social media and on my website for details on the upcoming workshop, okay? Or you could always go to my um, website and sign up for my newsletter because you'll get it then uh, when I email out the details, okay? So now for this episode of the podcast, um, I want to talk to you about spirit connection and how spirits support us from the spirit world and equally how we can support them in the spirit world, okay? And you know, as with all topics that I cover on the podcast, okay, it they interlock with other topics and other episodes that I've done previously, okay? Because everything about spirit connection and the afterlife, you know, it all pieces together to paint a bigger and clearer picture of how everything works together, okay? Nothing, you know, when we talk about anything to do with the spirit world, it's not just something, any standalone aspect, okay? They all piece together to form a bigger picture. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, some of this may already make sense to you. But if you haven't already listened to episode 27, specifically episode 27, um, you know, will work well with what we're going to do to talk about today. So I would recommend listening to that also. Okay, so firstly, let's talk about the connection or the energy of spirit connection, because I say this all the time. Okay, I talk incessantly about how love is the connection. Okay, think of love as being your dial tone on the phone to the spirit world. Okay, love is the constant that's there. It's what kept you connected and together in life and it will continue to to keep you connected. That's not easy to say. It will continue to keep you connected after physical death, okay? So if you're here on earth and you're sending thoughts out to your loved one in the spirit world, you know, because they love you too, 
they're going to be connected to your thoughts and to your vibration and they will pick up on the vibrations that you are sending out to the universe. And if you haven't heard me say this before, um, I, I describe it as like throwing a pebble into a pond, lake, sea, where, whatever body of water you're throwing a pebble into. You know, the pebble will fall in and it will create all these circles, you know, a vibration that, that you know, it gets bigger and bigger and it goes out until it nearly fills up the whole pond. Okay, and that's what your love does when you send it out into the into the universe, you know, in the hope that your loved one is going to pick up on it. So if you imagine it like those circles that, you know, come out from the, the pebble you throw in into a pond, it's going to stretch out and they're going to pick up on that because they're connected to you. Okay, it's the love. Your dial tone is connected directly to the exchange that your loved one is in in the spirit world okay now personally i had a beautiful sign from spirit this past week okay i talked about it on my discord channel um already but you know for those who aren't on my patreon i was having a tough couple of days okay just 2023 has got off to a bit of a bad start for me um so i was leaving my house through the back door Okay, um, I parked my car around the back. So um, at the back of our house, there's a bench, okay? And this bench was made by a relative of mine, Kevin, before he passed away, okay? So it's quite old, but it has huge sentimental value to me and to the family, okay? I took a couple of minutes, okay? It was just one of those days. So I took a couple of minutes, I sat on the bench and I talked to Kevin for a few minutes. Okay, and I did, I gave out to him a little bit because I hadn't had a sign from him for quite a while and I needed to know from him. I just needed that validation that I'm not actually mad, okay? Um, you know, because people frequently, you know, just send me an email or a message to tell me that they don't agree with what I do and, you know, it can get you down. But I also want to know that I'm on the right path with my mediumship and, you know, the changes that I, I'm bringing into effect and everything. So the following morning, I was leaving the house again. I was taking my son to school, okay? And as we left the house through the back door to get into the car, a little robin just flew over really quickly and sat on the bench. And it started chirping really loudly at us. You know, like it was talking to us as we were, you know, going out and getting into the car. Now, I believe that this is a sign from spirit. Okay, if you're listening from the States, which I know some of you are, um you have cardinals in the states okay our robins are like a small cardinal um they're not as big as the cardinals but it's the same thing and we would consider it a huge spirit sign when these robins come near us or you know talk to us and i really believe that this was a sign from him that it was his way of letting me know that i am on the right path and that he does hear me you know and i've told people before that when you ask for a sign from spirit it doesn't always come immediately, okay? You need to give them 24 or 48 hours for them to get that sign to you. They need to manipulate the energy to get that sign to you, okay? But my point here in telling you this, you know, if I had just been an acquaintance of his in life, you know, then he might not necessarily have been as quick to pick up on my vibrations that I was sending out. But because we're family and we're connected by love, he was quick, you know, not only in picking up on what I was saying to him, but he was also quick to react and respond to me, okay? 
If I was to send a similar message to, I don't know, <laughs> Clark Gable or, you know, Princess Diana of England or something, you know, people that I'd never met and, you know, that I didn't have a connection with, I might know who they were. They wouldn't know who I am. So we wouldn't have a connection. But as I say, it's the love that's the connection, okay? And, you know, it's also important for us to remember, and I have spoken about this before, you know, that when spirit look at us from the spirit world, they do see us clearly without any lens in front of them, okay? So we as humans, when we experience life and our connections with other humans, we see them through a lens of our previous experience. Okay, so what I mean by that is, okay, so say for example, if you're someone that was treated badly as a child, okay? So if you've had that really bad treatment from somebody, you will spend the rest of your life viewing people as potential abusers. Because maybe as a child, that's all you knew, okay? But when you cross over to spirit, you won't see through that lens anymore because that filter has been removed from you, okay? So when our loved ones look at us from the spirit world, they see us clearly, okay? They see us in a way that they never did when, when they were alive because they aren't looking through these lenses, okay? But also because they can now see our aura and the energy around us. They can see that we're hurting, you know, they can see that we're grieving and they can see that we're in, in need of some soothing or some comfort from them, you know? And perhaps, you know, they think to themselves that perhaps they can send what we need, you know, in order to help us get past this, whatever we're going through at the moment, okay? Especially, you know, for spirits, it's in the early days of their spiritual journey, you know, when, when they've just arrived into the spirit world, you know, and they see us in, you know, the full throes of our grief, you know? And, you know, they try and come to us. And, you know, I've said this before, that in the really early days um, after someone arrives in the spirit world, you know, their, their little signs would be much more personal because they'll be around you. They haven't necessarily started to look for a medium yet, okay? They're still getting used to the fact that they can't communicate with you directly. But, you know, even if they can't, because some people might not have the energy immediately when they pass over from, you know, life to spirit world, they might have another family member doing it from them, okay? Or at least helping them, you know, to give them extra energy so that they can give us signs. Okay, so in the earlier days, um, you know, I've talked about this before, that it takes time for them to settle into their new life, okay? They spend time with their loved ones and their spirit guides. And they also, you know, they have to learn how to communicate with us in this new way. Um, they don't have a voice box to communicate um, through talking with us anymore. But that's not to say that it's not possible to receive a communication or a sign from them in the early days. That absolutely does happen, especially in, in cases where they feel like they have something to give to someone. Okay, so the early support, okay? Perhaps they feel like they've done somebody a disservice or someone is holding on to some blame or some regret. Okay, then it's not uncommon for them to come to try to put that person's mind at rest, okay? Not to rest, that would be a different thing, but at rest. Um, they don't want you to worry and stress. So um, I wanna give you a little example of this, okay? 
I had a lady that came to me once for a reading. It was quite a while ago. And she'd booked well in advance. She'd waited about three months for her appointment, okay? And when I started to read for her, I had someone come through immediately, okay? And he started launching into his story and explaining all this stuff to her. And she just burst into tears. You know, the hegging when you just can't even talk, you know, you're crying so much. But she told me that when she booked the reading with me originally, okay, she had somebody, obviously, as we all do, she had someone particular in mind that she wanted to connect with. However, the day before coming to me for the reading, another family member of hers had passed suddenly by suicide. Okay. And at the time of the reading, he was not yet gone 24 hours. She wanted to keep her appointment anyway. And of course, after his passing, she did wonder, would he come through or would it be too soon? But he was not yet gone 24 hours. And yet here he was explaining to her why he'd left and what he needed her to know. Okay, so it absolutely is 100% possible for spirit to come through early. But as best practice, I don't advise people coming, you know, immediately after a passing because we do need to deal with our grief. And a reading is not the same as, um, you know, grief therapy. Okay, so and if we talk about that particular lady's story as well, okay, there's another side lesson, if you like, a tangent to be taken from this, in that sometimes, you know, we have a specific date in mind and we want, you know, to come on a date or we want to get a reading on this date because it suits us or whatever. But if it doesn't work out that you can't get, you know, an appointment on the date or the connection doesn't work on the date that you have chosen, you know, there might be a logical explanation for that, okay? Because this particular lady, she had seven, several, not seven, seven, but several different dates that hadn't worked out for her. So she pushed the reading out to a much more suitable time. But it's my belief that this was the right timing for her because the universe knew that she would need this reading at this particular time, okay? I believe that everything happens for a reason, okay? I, I don't believe that there are consequences, okay? So I think that this woman came for the reading when she most needed it. Okay, so for those in the spirit world, okay? So we're talking about them communicating with, with us here, but for them, the communication with us here also helps them to move on. Okay, it helps them to find the closure that they're looking for so that they can move on with what they need to do in the spirit world, okay? Um, you know, as I've said already, they see you clearly from the spirit world, okay? Uh, but they're still the same person, the same uh, personality, okay? Um, they still feel that they're the cause of your pain and your grief, and they'll take that on their shoulders. And of course, they'll want to reach out and make that easier for you if they can okay because they know you they don't want you to be hurting okay and they have a lifetime full of experiences and memories and knowledge about you and that doesn't evaporate just because their physical life is ended they take all of this knowledge and all of these memories over to the spirit world with them so they still know you 
They know how you will react. Okay, they know how their passing will affect you and your life. And they want to alleviate this in any way that they can with whatever tools or resources that they have available to them. Okay, and you know, we always talk um, about the big issues with life when it comes to support from spirit. But sometimes it's the everyday stuff that we get the biggest signs for because we're expecting them less and therefore it's easier for spirit to make themselves known to us. Okay, you know, sometimes we're at home and we're stressing over something and, you know, it might be at that moment that you catch a glimpse of them, even if it's just in shadow form, you might catch a glimpse of them out of the side of your eye. Okay, or you might feel maybe a hand on your shoulder or on your elbow or someone even holding your hand. Okay, um, even for us pet owners, if you're if you're an animal lover, you've had lots of pets, you know, it might happen that um, you feel, you know, maybe just a cat jumping up onto your lap or up onto your bed or you might feel a dog, you know, at your 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 ankle or whatever. Okay, so you might feel your animals around us too. Animals are great, they're totems. You know, they're, they're, they're good spirit guides for us in that they come to us at the times in our lives where we need moral support. So when we're stressed, if we have anxiety, you know, it's very common for animals to come and support us because in the same way that our animals are good emotional supports to us when we're, you know, when they're alive, they also continue to be good emotional supports to us after their passing. Okay, but my point is that sometimes it's the small things that show us more support than the miracles, which are, you know, we know much harder for our loved ones in spirit to do. Okay, but the important thing to remember is that they are always there for you. They can't change the course of your life, but they do try to let you know that they hear you, that they feel your love and your grief and your support. Okay, they do. And, you know, they want to take that away from us. You know, little things that I've had over the years, um, you know, maybe helping someone to find maybe a suicide note or, you know, um, you know, coming through to children who've now grown up that maybe they were young, you know, when a parent passed or a grandparent passed or something, you know, um, maybe even to try and find out, you know, what happened, um, you know, an accident or whatever, you know, why did a crash happen? You know, anything that's going to help um, to alleviate the pain. You know, if you need some little piece of information to find closure, you know, that's when they try and reach out, even if it is through a medium, okay? But they will try and reach out. I mean, you know, and I know I talk about Kevin's accident a lot, but I just use him as an example. and. You know, I, I, I've okayed this with him, don't worry. But um, like when he crashed, there was no immediate sign as to why he crashed, what caused the crash. Well, we knew that he'd pulled, it was a motorcycle race that he was in. And we knew that he'd pulled the bike down, that for some reason, you know, his brakes weren't working as he was coming down to the end of the straight. And he ended up pulling the bike down. It was either that or, you know, go straight through um, at the corner. And, um, but there was, couldn't figure out why the brakes had failed. And, you know, just 10 days, I think it was after his accident, I asked him to show me in a dream. Now, I was only a teenager and I had been with him all that week and, you know, helped him with, you know, working on the bike and stuff like that. And um, so I asked him to show me 
And he did, and he showed me that night, and it just helped me have some kind of understanding. Now, of course, I said this to my mother, and um, she didn't know because obviously, you know, there was an accident investigation underway, and we didn't find out for 15 months, you know, what they found um, in the accident investigation because it was, um, you know, it was over a year before there was the inquest. And, you know, what they found at that investigation was exactly what I had um, told her 10 days after the accident. So I needed that so that I could accept. I, I, I wouldn't say it helped me accept um, his passing, but not being hung up on the cause of the accident helped me to move on and deal with his loss, if that makes sense. I needed that closure and that one little thing so that I could actually deal with the grief, okay? So, you know, he was able to give me that um, and that helped me to move on, okay? So this is what, you know, this is the kind of support that spirit try to give us from where they are, okay? So now with all of this said, okay, we always ask how they can help us and support us and, give us signs but it's also good practice to ask yourself how we can help them in the spirit world okay because you know we don't want to leave them over there on their own we want them to know that they're loved okay and one of the big things you know that we talk about is praying for our loved ones after they've passed okay now prayer can be religious but can also be a non-religious way to send your love to those who are on the other side okay and, you know, we, we say it all the time, don't we? I see it on Facebook a lot, you know, when, when someone loses somebody, we say that our thoughts and prayers are with people. But what does that really mean? Okay, what is the prayer? So as I say, it can be religious, absolutely. It can be non-religious. Okay, you could just send your prayers to the person rather than, you know, to a God or, you know, whatever you believe in. Okay, but however you do it, prayers should always start with a thank you. Okay, because even though you're grieving your loss, you should still say thanks, okay? And for three things, you know, first of all, for their lives, okay? Whether you're thanking God or whomever you believe in, or you're just thanking this person, that you had them, that they were here and that, you know, you got to experience the physical world with them. So thank them for that. And then thank them for the love that you received from them, from them, the time you spent with them and the experiences that you had together. And then third, say thanks for the support and for the blessings that they are now receiving in the spirit world. So there's three very important thank yous there that always need to be said at the beginning of any prayer. And I've said this a lot before, you know, you'd have heard me say this before, that we need to remember to say thank you always. You know, we're always very quick, even with our guardian angels, to ask them for this or that or the other. But how often do we say thanks? Okay, so just a little reminder that thanks are very important. Okay, and you know, as well as thanking higher powers for having had them in your life, you know, this thank you also shows the person that they are still loved beyond measure and that no matter how hard it is to lose them that you wouldn't change the experience of having had them in your life for the whole world okay
And then, you know, after the thank you, then turn to how you're helping them. Okay, offer them your continuing love, your continuing support, your continuing guidance. And, you know, if needed, offer them your forgiveness. Okay, offer them whatever else that you feel that they will need in order to gain any closure for any unfinished business so that they may progress in the spirit world. Okay, and now I say the forgiveness, you know, there's lots of things that people may feel that they, they, they want forgiveness for. And I think the main thing, you know, in the, in the early days, especially after a passing, is that they want to be forgiven for causing us this pain. And we need to support them through that by saying that we would prefer to have had, you know, as the saying goes, loved and lost than never to have loved at all, that we would prefer to have had them and deal with this pain than never having had them. Okay, so even if it's that, you know, give it to them. You know, a prayer is just a way to send your love. And love, it's the best but the hardest thing that we can give to anyone. Okay, and sometimes that show of love starts even before our loved ones have crossed over. Because, you know, if you have someone who's been sick here in the physical world, you know, we need to let them go. And we need to support them in their journey instead of asking them to stay here with us. You know, when it's their time to go, they need to go with our blessing. And, you know, as the saying goes, goodbye is the hardest thing to say. Okay. And, you know, we, we talk about giving them permission to go. Okay. They don't need our permission to go. But it makes the journey easier for them. So this is the first piece of support that you can give someone for their spiritual journey. Okay, you don't want them to go and they don't want to go, but you know, there will come a time where they have to leave. One or other of you will have to leave. And you know, I should mention here that there are times, okay, um, when someone who maybe was once important to us in this world, who maybe we've fallen out of favor with, or perhaps they've son, done something in life that has made them fall out of our favor. And, you know, perhaps you're estranged from them, from them in life, you know, and at some point or other, one of you is going to pass from this physical life into the spirit world. You know, how does that work? Can you still support this person? You know, what if someone from spirit reaches out to us looking for forgiveness or something? You know, are we obliged to give it just because they've crossed over to spirit? You know, absolutely not. You're not obliged to do anything. You know, in an ideal world, we'd wish them well and, you know, let them go on with their journey. But there are some things that are done in this world that are unforgivable. And we might not have it within us to forgive them. You know, I'm one of these people who likes to watch crime. And, you know, I always, you know, I it humbles me to see families maybe of murder victims telling the perpetrator that they forgive them. And I wonder, could I be magnanimous in such a situation? And I don't think I could be, but thankfully I've, well, I haven't yet been in that situation. I did have a cousin who lost his life, but you know, nobody's been held accountable for that yet. But you know, even if you're in that situation, this is still something that needs to be dealt with after death, okay? And while that person who, even if they're the one that's done wrong, 
you know, they will still get a lot of help and support dealing with the fact that they're not receiving forgiveness, okay? You might not be able to give them the forgiveness that they're looking for, you know, we might not want to let them off the hook, but they will still have to atone for whatever they've done, okay? And they might even have to wait until another lifetime until they can make up for it. But you can support this journey if you choose to do so, okay? Only if you choose to do so and if you're ready. You can talk to them without forgiving them. You can quite literally just tell them how they made you feel, how they impacted your life, whether it was positive or negative, okay? How they impacted your well-being. You know, don't forget that they don't have that lens that they're looking through anymore. They don't have that lens of entitlement or maybe mental illness or whatever caused them to do what they did in this life. So they will see the full impact of their actions and how they've hurt you or other people, okay? So not only will this help you, but it will also show them the full impact of their actions and just how much they need to atone for now in the spirit world, okay? So let's just be clear, I'm not gonna ask you to forgive anyone for anything. What I would suggest is that you communicate with that person, even if it's just once, okay? Talk out loud to them in the same way that you would communicate with any of those loved ones that you have in spirit, but be brutally honest, okay? You can call it a show of love if you like, okay? But I would say that it's more of a show of love for yourself, okay? Because you know, while you are encouraging that person to be honest, honest with themselves, you know, in the spirit world about what they've done and you're guiding them to see the true error of their ways, okay? But you're also, you know, maybe letting it go for yourself. Maybe you can find a way that even if you can't forgive them, that you can let, you know, your hate or your anger or your resentment go with them you know, and that you give it all to them to deal with in the spirit world. It might give you some closure, okay? I know, now <laughs> I can talk the talk, okay? I can't always walk the walk, but I don't know because, you know, everybody has someone that, you know, that they wish had acted differently towards them at some point in life, okay? Maybe somebody feels like that about me, okay? If you do have unresolved issues with someone in spirit, okay, I do delve deeper into this topic in episode 55, if you want to talk about that a little bit more. Maybe having to listen to that um, episode will um, help you, and I hope it does. But what I'm trying to get across to you in this episode is that we can still show love and support for them in, in the spirit world just as much as they can show us love and support from the spirit world, okay? Because, you know, the spirit world is the very opposite of out of sight, out of mind, okay? When we can't see them and touch them, our other senses must be heightened so that we can go on feeling and experiencing the love that they will continue to send us even after their physical death, okay? So if you're someone who has been struggling to receive signs from the spirit world, Think about what are you doing to send your loved ones in spirit a sign, okay? Do you let them know 
you know, I always say to people, while he, you're here waiting for a sign for, from them, maybe they're over there waiting for a sign from you. So maybe it's time for you to send them a sign, okay? And for you to create space for them in your life. Okay, I'll put some links in the description box attached here, okay, um, to this episode. And I the links will be to other episodes which delve deeper into some of these individual topics a little bit more, okay? So I hope you enjoyed this episode and, you know, that these topics are helping you to tie together all the different areas of spirit communication and why we do it, okay? So again, I would ask you to check out my Patreon. It's called Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. The link is attached. And, um, you know, check out the new tiers that I will be adding and let me know if you are interested in developing your mediumship with me through live um, spirit circles and development workshops. Okay, so for now, I'll say goodbye. Okay, but I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. And until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything.